0: following is a production of dallascowboys.com and the dallas cowboys football club
1: this
0: This is mick shot streaming live on dallascowboys.com
1: and the official dallas cowboys app now here are bill jones everson walls and mickey spagnola and it is time for the media party post-game press conference <laughs> and Mike McCarthy slash Dak Prescott pre-game press conference or pregame show here, as uh, we get you uh, set for uh, press conferences coming up shortly from McCarthy and Dak Prescott. We've got the coordinators later this afternoon, but we're bearing the lead there. The lead story is what did Mickey do at the media party last night? I had a good time, you know, no boo in Malibu.
0: Yeah. Well, I didn't see you there.
1: I was not there. Some of us had to work last night. What do you mean you had to work? I know some people can still work All the and do TV that. stations were there. Yeah, but Come they probably on. got their... I think Dale apparently did his live show from outside. He did, outside place. of yeah, the parking yeah, lot, right. I think. Because <laughs> when I saw him leave, I said... "And He's talking about Dale Hanson,
0: Channel 8. And... Uh, I, I thought that was it. He was going, and then because he was coming back this morning, and then I saw him show up again. I go, I thought you had to do your show. He goes, We did out in the parking lot. <laughs> Things that, that was. He says technology has changed over the years.
1: It, it, he had uh, certain priorities as he came to his last training camp. That's and right. That party was number one on on his priority list. Well, and,
0: and he got a going away present I heard from that. the owner. I heard yeah. that. That
1: was. I went viral on social media last night. As Wrapped, soon as that happened. Wrapped had a
0: bow on it, and opened it up. And and it was a box of socks and jocks, uh-huh. <laughs>
1: and,
0: and they looked dirty, too, by well, the way.
1: And Jerry had his personal that he was going to put on his head. But That's right. <laughs> that was pretty funny. So, now, but, everybody kind of behaved themselves. Kind of? Yeah, I didn't kinda. see anybody jump in the ocean or anything like okay. that. Everybody made it back safely. Of course, uh, there's a, a team bus that takes everybody back. They had a bus for us if you chose to ride it, and we rode it and okay. yeah, got back and—
0: uh, everything went fine. Yeah, it was good. Jerry was in rare form, and Stephen and Charlotte and Jerry Jr., so... I don't. I didn't see any celebs. The only I heard there was a Sean Penn sighting. Oh, really? At Nobu, but that was
1: basically it for me. Okay. All right. So is that what all we need to know about I think the that's media it. party? Yeah. It's I think the highlight was the present. Yeah. <laughs> it, it's, it's. But Jerry was good.
0: Jerry was. Uh, it's like
1: Vegas, though. Everything that happens at the media party stay stays there, at the right, media not party. Not take okay. notes and come back and report on everybody. Okay. Right. All right. It's a party. But it is something that Jerry and Stephen for that matter love every year, right?
0: Oh, they Jerry, I mean he missed it last year, right? Mm-hmm. So this was making up for lost time and uh, I think he did. Yeah, he he seemed to really really enjoy it and he stopped when he got there, he stopped everything down and had a toast and you know, welcomed everybody and so yeah, it was good. So uh you were
1: here when Tex Schramm was running the show. Yes. What? what how would you compare the um, the the relations with the media that Tex had compared with Jerry?
0: You know, I think he uh, took some notes
1: and learned from Jerry to learn uh, from Tex,
0: kind of from Tex, and yeah, and I mean, Tex Tex would go out every night almost, mm-hmm.
1: and, and, and Mickey th- was right there alongside. There was a, of him. <laughs> there was a uh,
0: well, I was only here during his time for one week of training camp each year. Um, and then took over when Jerry took over. But yeah, he would. Uh, there was a place in outside of Thousand Oaks, on the other side of the 101. It was in Westlake, and it was called the Iron Horse. Mm-hmm. And that was kind of the meeting place uh, after everything was said and done at, at night. Got your work done, and you could about find text there most nights. Uh, Holding court, debating with the media. It was great. It was the it was the great. Great theory sessions we used to have with and him. And then
1: what I also remember in uh, Thousand Oaks is that Tex would be up on the tower, and uh, the difference between Tex being up on the tower and Jerry being in the uh, owner's tower here right. is uh, Lee Martin Productions would also be there. There were uh, there blue, were white, times blue white scrimmage, not just the blue white scrimmage, but there was one year that Lee Martin and they did daily. Uh, television oh, reports. Oh, that might have been before my time. That was. Uh, it, it was. It was uh, on what was then what. Okay, Fox Sports. It's Fox Sports Southwest is now Bally Sports Southwest. Prior to that, it was Home Sports Entertainment. Prior to that, it was like Prime something. And yeah, it was back yeah. in the early days. All right, bring us up to speed on uh, this team. This is a re- rejuvenation day. It's not an off day for the players. In fact, the as I walked in, the uh, the, the injured crew was out there and suited up doing in, rehab, in doing stuff. Yeah. yeah,
0: and they had their uh, what they call mock game. Mike calls it mock game. It's basically the walkthrough. So. They did have a walkthrough this morning for about an hour and a half, I guess. Uh, and then they're going to have meetings. And uh, as you said, uh, probably going to have to cut this short. We had it planned. They were supposed to do the press conference 12:15, 12:30, But it sounds like it's going to be... Closer, closer to 12 to o'clock. Maybe yeah. 2 o'clock Dallas time. And then, uh, and then Dak's supposed to also speak from the podium today. So, yeah, uh, it's not a day off. They just don't have the full padded practice the way they have in the past two days.
1: All right, this is our first chance to get your thoughts after watching the team uh, in the pads uh, this uh, last couple of days. Of course, they've had three straight days of practice as the last two in pads. Last time we did one of these mix shots was on Monday. So what's right. your overriding improvement? what you've seen right now? Uh, the, how competitive everything seems to be. Uh,
0: I, I think there's a lot of competition going on. Uh, between the two units, offense and defense, got pretty pretty, pretty heated there for a while. Um, I thought that, uh, you know, defensively, we've talked about all the open competition and all the different spots, and I think that's going on. And then offensively, now with Dak out, uh, for what they said a few days Mike McCarthy said a few days and his definition of a few days is two to three days but it could be longer than that well now. and
1: and that's the thing uh, and he's out there on the practice field right. he's just not throwing with his right arm anyway yeah occasionally you will see his left throwing arm, left arm, in, in, arm in yes. use but if you if you look at the schedule ahead all right you got two practices Saturday and Sunday a day off on Monday a practice on Tuesday which is their only practice next week leading up to Canton, Travel on traveling Wednesday. on Wednesday, and then they're back here the following uh, sa- uh, Saturday when the Rams will be here to practice with them. And in my opinion, there's no reason here over the next three practices right. to even test it. I would think- it buys you basically a week, and then we'll see where he is when the Rams come here and next week. And I can't week.
0: remember if there's a practice on Sunday after the Rams or if there's another day off, and then they have practices. I think practices. there is, yeah. Uh, so, yeah, I would think after the Rams. I right. think that's probably as, as long as everything clears up. So it's a muscle strain uh, in, in your upper arm here, shoulder, And, uh, you know, he's able to run, so it it can't be too painful. Otherwise, you wouldn't be jogging and running around, running routes for the quarterbacks when they're doing their uh, individual drills and uh, throwing the ball underhand with his left arm. Mm -hmm. Um, So, yeah, I thought that was encouraging. And then he did conditioning work, too. So he was on the courts. We had
1: had, uh, our photographer, CBS 11, Bill Ellis, was positioned in such a way that uh, on one of – Dax runs to the end zone, you could hear him say uh, that you're going to see a lot of this scrambling today. (laughs) That was early in practice yesterday. And
0: he was able to, you know, take snaps and, Mm -hmm. you know, hand off and do stuff like that. So it can't be that painful. So, you know, he termed it, Bill, as it was tight. So I don't know, you know, what his definition of tight is, but I think...
1: The uh, MRI termed it as a...
0: A strained, strained muscle. muscle. And he said it happened, it, it started showing up on Tuesday, and then Wednesday he decided, okay, probably need to shut it down and
1: uh, be careful. So, And to what uh, Mike McCarthy said in the press conference yesterday, I, I guess it was yesterday, uh, you know, a lot of times you'll see... Uh, quarterbacks yes. a week in, five practices in where they might have some arm fatigue, whatever. This sounds like because there was an MRI that shows a, a strain would be a small tear right. in the muscle. Uh, that uh, It may be a little bit more than that. but Well, uh, the just thing think is that's it, the most work he's had since right. the, the injury, right? right? And, the and it's like a baseball up. pitcher right. where you'll go uh, a few days into it and you know they just set it back for a couple of days and then uh, go back at it and so there's no there's no cause for alarm right now but and it's early enough it's still july uh, to proceed with caution and in the meantime mickey you get a good look at uh, the situation behind Dak at quarterback yeah you get an opportunity and and
0: the other thing i was going to point out before i get to the backups uh, taking over um, it's five weeks before they have to get into game week for the season opener. So now, just under time.
1: six weeks before the season yeah. opener against uh, exactly. Tampa Bay. So and the, we're less than a week away from the first preseason game next Thursday in Canton.
0: That's right. Are you going to be in Canton?
1: I will not be in Canton.
0: Yeah. Oh. Well, maybe we're we're up in the air right now. We don't oh, you know are. If we're making the trip or not? Uh, but yeah, it gave uh, you know. They were rotating snaps with the quarterbacks, and it was hard to say, well, Garrett Gilbert's number two, Danucci's three, Rush's four, or whatever. And then yesterday, basically, Garrett Gilbert's number two. I think Mike McCarthy said it. And then the way they practiced, he took all Dak's snaps. So he was, the, he was the first one up. And then Danucci and Rush um, kind of traded going next. Um, so, yeah, it gives uh, – gives, I mean, think about it. When Gilbert got here last year, Bill, you know, he was here, what, two weeks? And then all of a sudden he gets thrust into a starting job that he had never started a game uh, in the NFL. Uh, I think he only had thrown a handful of passes over the years he had been in the NFL on the practice mm-hmm. squad or Barry does the third quarterback or the second that didn't get to play. So his ability to get time in practice – uh, with the first team, uh, is invaluable at this point, if indeed he wins the backup job.
1: So, is the backup quarterback on this roster?
0: I I would not uh, bet your money on it. <laughs> because I think that while they're competing against each other, they're also
1: competing against what might show up on the waiver wire. And I think that's probably been the master plan all along. Now, if someone emerges and they look like that right. they can be the guy... Uh, and they can
0: save money. Right, right. The, and great. Yeah, but, that would be great. But at some point, the end of August, I guarantee you some team releases a quarterback that has more experience. And probably has a connection
1: guys. to one of these coaches, one that of these numerous be. coaches uh, on this staff. Because,
0: you know, they talk about Kellen Moore and, and Mike McCarthy taking care of the quarterbacks. Well, you have Doug Nussmeyer who's been around, and even Scott Tolzien, uh, who's kind of the assistant how do, you, how do you put it? He's the helper guy. <laughs> helper guy at the quarterback room. Uh, and he's been around, too. So they've got a lot of quarterbacks here to, to kind of help out. Um, so, yeah, uh, I, I think with all the new quarterbacks that got drafted in the in the first round, I, I would imagine there's going to be some veteran quarterback that's let go and, and will have more starting experience than all yeah. three of these guys. that's the big concern. Guys combined. Right? As
1: as, uh, as much as people liked the little bit that they saw from Garrett Gilbert in, in, against the Steelers last year as far as taking care of the ball and putting the Cowboys in a position to win a game against what was then an unbeaten team last right. year, the fact of the matter is he does not have much experience even at the age of 30 uh, to uh, to be counted on that this is a guy that can win multiple games for you in a regular season. And as
0: we know, backup quarterbacks have to rely on their experience because they don't Get once the season starts, they don't get many snaps. So the fact that Gilbert's going to get these snaps in preseason, he's going to get snaps in uh, in practice, uh, which he didn't have any of that last year. He just kind of showed up and it was, you know, he was baptized right away. Uh, just go in and play. So, yeah, yeah, that'll help out. And it'll help DiNucci out, too, because he didn't get any of that. And he was a seventh-round pick. And as a rookie, you need reps in the offseason, and he didn't get any.
1: Hey, can I give a shout-out to loyal listeners of all the podcasts here on DallasCowboys.com? These are two guys I met in the hotel lobby on my way over here. They're from Dallas. They've been here since Tuesday at practice, their first time at training camp, and they're headed back today. Mike Garner and Mark Dunn. Mike Garner the pride of Dallas Carter High School and Mark Dunn out of Dallas Pinkston High School from way back in the day, and so a shout out to them. I heard uh, your, great I, Cowboys I, saw, fans. I
0: saw where your uh, reporting skills came into play yesterday. You found the Ralston's. I did, (laughs)
1: yes. (laughs) That's right. Well, it wasn't that hard because there was a lady with a Ralston jersey on. (laughs) And you figured. (laughs) Yeah. And uh, what Mickey is getting at, this is a player that is not getting any attention at camp, Nick Ralston, out of Argyle High School, and he went to Arizona State and then transferred to Louisiana, Lafayette, and he's a fullback on the roster, number 46, and so I saw... Mom with the '46 jersey, and what I presume was Dad turned out it was, and so I said, "Okay, we're doing an interview right here." And now I got to go track down Nick uh, to do an interview with him.
0: And um, there was also uh, Brad Sham ran into Kevin Sweeney. Oh, really? Yeah, I remember? Wow. The, oh, yeah. The practice, the uh, strike team uh-huh. quarterback, yeah. and then they kept him, uh-huh. got a start, and kind of didn't do all that well. and But, but uh, Brad highly
1: prolific college quarterback, freshman
0: Yeah, I think it was. And Tech Schramm was just enamored with him, right? Uh-huh. And, and to the point where he got Landry to start him in a game, right? In a real game, yeah. not, not the... the uh, so Kevin Swain, he was out here. Yeah, he was out here yesterday, oh, too. Wow. Yeah, and then Michael Irvin showed up at the party last night. I heard that. Yes. But, yeah. And then that raised the level <laughs> of excitement at the party. I'm just having Michael there. So, but you know what, uh, Mike did talk about the fullback position yep. uh, yesterday when he was talking about and Su- praise
1: for Shewo Alonalu. Sh- Shewo is that how Shewo you say? Shewo Alonalu yeah. out of TCU. That's uh, right.
0: And he he was the one that said you know teams are kind of going more back to two tight or two running back sets, uh, and he said not only can you know we benefit from that if indeed he's good enough to make the team, but it also gives the defense a chance to. Uh, go up against two running back sets
1: we may be close to a press conference Mike McCarthy press conference tentatively set for high noon California time well two o'clock we'll, Dallas we'll see. Time. I
0: see uh, the 10 to in the elbow didn't stop Tyron Smith from walking around yeah. But, but, you know, somebody asked me about it, and I said, well, yeah, he's got that knee brace on his arm <laughs> that he's had for the last
1: couple fit, years. The knee brace right? fits snugly on Golly, his arm. Lee,
0: that's just yeah. amazing, the thing he has. But anyway, back to the fullback thing, who knows? You, you know, and I saw, I saw somebody interpret that as oh, they're going to run Pollard and Zeke at the same time. He was talking about
1: a fullback when Mickey, he mentioned y- that. you know what this means? That means this we're, means we're wrapping wrap it up. up because we're getting we the hard wrap. Here. we got a Mike McCarthy press conference coming up next year on DallasCowboys.com.
0: This has been a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club.
1: Have a good game.